This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today I'll be discussing the next film for Classic Hollywood Week. One of the first mainstream monster movies, this episode is all about King Kong from 1933. Okay, so now we'll get into the plot to King Kong from 1933. So Carl Denham, a movie director, he's looking for an actress for his movie, and he's heading to an unknown location by boat with a group of sailors. He meets Anne Darrow and thinks she's perfect for the role of beauty in this film. And he doesn't tell anyone really what the story's about. He doesn't tell anyone where they're going. But they're all on board because he's saying they're going to be rich and famous. So they're all on board basically for the money, not really for the story. And they reach the destination, which is Skull Island, which um, some of the sailors they know from legends and <clears throat> about how dangerous and scary it is. And when they reach the island, they interact with some natives they see there and they notice a wall that's keeping something into the area. And so they confront the leaders and they say that there's a giant monster named Kong that they keep behind this, both as a security measure, you know, to prevent him from coming out, but also so that they can put a sacrifice to Kong in there as well. So they open the door, put the sacrifice on top of a hill, then they close it. So in the middle of the night, the natives sneak on and kidnap Anne Darrow because they think she's beautiful and fair. It would be a worthy sacrifice for Kong. And... They tie her up, and Kong comes and takes her, and the sailors, they chase after her to go and save her. And one of them, he's kind of attracted to her, he falls in love with her, they fall in love with each other, and his name is Jack. And <clears throat> and he's able to rescue her from Kong, but with a heavy price. Most of the men that he's with, they end up dying from other dinosaur from dinosaurs... Um, there's a bunch of them in the area, and just other crazy things that happen to them along the way. And and so after he gets uh, Ann Darrow, the director, Carl Denham, he's kind of crazy. He decides, you know what? I have all these gas bombs. He brought them there to bring something back. He suspected that there was something he'd want to bring back, and he decides to um, to lure him to lure Kong onto the ship, knock him out so that he could take him and use him as like the eighth wonder of the world, as he says. And it cuts to eight months later, they're back in New York City, and Carl has turned it into a huge show. He calls it King Kong. And basically, he sells out. It's a huge audience, I think, of over 200, something crazy like that. And Basically, what he does is he opens the curtains, and there's Kong on the stage, kind of chained up. And people start freaking out. They realize this is a huge creature. Denim's crazy for bringing it here. And uh, and they're all right. It, um, he says, oh, nothing to worry about. Those are chrome steel chains. He's not going to break out of them. But, of course, he breaks out of them. And the people are just in a huge scurry and run out. And uh, Kong starts chasing and tries to find Anne Darrow and he ends up finding her and takes her and he climbs up the top of the Empire State Building to kind of escape from everything going on around him and so in the process though he causes huge mayhem and destruction he 
crashes a train. He knocks down a train track and a train crashes. Uh, he's continually messing with people. And so he, he takes Anne on top of the Empire State Building. And so the the army is called and they send in airplanes to come and take down Kong. He sets Anne down and then he, uh, he tries knocking down the planes. He ends up knocking one down, but one of them, well, both of them that are left, they deliver the final blows and Kong falls off the Empire State Building to his death. And and then the one of the police, he says, well, looks like the planes got him. And uh, Carl delivers the infamous line at the end of the film. Oh no, it wasn't the planes. It was beauty that killed the beast. All right, well, that's the plot to King Kong 1933. I'm gonna go on a break real quick, but first, here's a message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's how. It's totally free. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer and even your cell phone. But that's not all. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You could even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a complete podcast all in one small place. So go on and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so now that we're back from our break, I'm going to get into my personal views on King Kong. So, I love the stop motion animation. I think it's incredible. You know, it, in particular, the scenes where Kong is fighting with dinosaurs on Skull Island, it's really, really impressive. And on top of that, the rear projection uh, technology that they're very limited with, by the way, but they were able to carry out very smoothly. There are definitely parts you could tell it was fake, especially when the men are walking towards some dinosaurs. It looks pretty fake. But for the most part, they did a really, really good job, really seamless job. You know, you see moments when an actor walks off the screen and then comes back as a claymation character. Or like when Kong puts his hand down on a real actress when he lifts up as a claymation character, of course. But still, it looks really, really well. The editing of it was done very well. It blended it very nicely, considering how this was made in 1933. So the fact to this day that most of the things hold up really well that's just a testament to how timeless this movie really is. Sure, the actors themselves, the dialogue was pretty hokey and very, very dated. Um, and I, I still find it odd that the crew was willing to go with Carl Denham, even though he wouldn't give any details. I don't know. That just seems a little far-fetched for me. But other than that, I really like this film. I watched it the first time in my... Uh, film class film history class and i just absolutely fell in love with it growing up i watched the 2005 one the peter jackson one and that one i think is still really good and for nostalgic reasons i i probably are more likely to watch that one more this one i don't know what it is there's something about the dialogue not that it was not just that it was kind of dated I mean, I watch a lot of classic movies, right? So I'm kind of used to that. But more of, I think the original audio recordings have aged horribly. I can hardly understand what people are saying most of the time. 
So even if you had this on like Dolby Atmos, I guarantee it would not sound good. I just think just because of how old it is, there's not a really good audio recording of it anymore, which is really sad because I want to know what people are saying and what's going on, but it, it was pretty difficult at parts. So it was hard to follow along and and uh, enjoy it this time around. But nevertheless, I still like it and I still give it a 10 out of 10. Despite all of its flaws, I still think it's a phenomenal movie. It captured my attention. The story was really, really good. And the 2005 one does this story justice. They still follow the same formula of it. Kind of add a couple new things to it. But it's a great story, nevertheless. And I really, really like it. Okay, well, those are my thoughts and feelings on King Kong. Next time, I'll be discussing the next film for James Bond week. With Bond being expected to die, not talk, this episode, of course, is all about Goldfinger. Alright, well, until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website, www.anchor.fm forward slash Surfing Through Cinema, where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.